I want to talk to you about a movie called Nefarious. It had its premiere. It was amazing. A bunch of the staff uh, here at the studio went to see it. I saw it. Glowing reviews uh, from everybody, really, who has seen it, uh, especially that guy at the end. I hear he was. He played. He was. He he appears fatter on the screen than he actually really? is. I heard that's why it's actually rated R. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you pop on the screen, they're like, "All right." You know, it's weird. This is the only rated R movie I've I've ever seen where you can't you can't really tell why it's rated. There's no swearing. There's no violence. There's you know nobody scantily clad. There, there's nothing. Yeah, what, 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 it's just intensity. It's intense. Yeah. It is really intense. You know, it's it's uh, a demon talking to a human about. Yeah, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. This is how we use you. Uh, it's it's really it's really really good and a movie I think a lot of people should see. You know somebody who's not taking things seriously. You might want to see this. Uh, whoisnefarious.com and opens April 14th. Get your tickets now. Whoisnefarious.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, last week, I saw um, on Tucker, uh, Jason Whitlock, who is part of the Blaze, is doing an incredible show uh, that you really need to see on uh, on the Blaze. He's doing something called his Fearless Army Roll Call, we'll get into. But he was, uh, he was on with Tucker, uh, and I've seen him now twice saying pretty much the same thing I'm saying, and and that is, we really have to turn back to God. But he's also going to a place to where he says, we don't have anything in common with the left. And I believe that to be true. So what is the solution? Jason Whitlock joins us in 60 seconds. Sometimes happiness is as simple as a pair of comfortable, stylish, all-season slippers. Wore them all weekend, almost wore them in today. Um, but uh, it's mainly because I couldn't find my other shoes because I've been wearing these all week, all weekend. And the last minute, I'm like, oh, crap, found the shoes. Anyway, um, my pillow. they make amazing slippers. You can get them now for $25. I'm telling you. You should think about doing your Christmas shopping right now because if you can get these my slippers, they're usually 149 bucks. If you can get them now for $25, there is a limit of 10, um, but you should get them. They make great, great Christmas gifts. 
and they're really super comfortable. You can wear them anywhere. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Grab a pair of the all-season slippers for just 25 bucks. MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. 800-966-3117. Make sure you use the promo code BECK and save. Jason Whitlock, Blaze TV host of Fearless. Hello, Jason. How are you? I'm awesome, Glenn. I'm glad happy to hear day it. day after Easter. Yeah, happy day after Easter. Boy, did we need that. I, I think yes, we did. on a positive, uh, Jason, I think that we are seeing a lot of Christians wake up uh, and start to uh, at least just start to starting to stand up, which I think is really good. Once people wake up to the sorry situation we're in, um, you know, we have a chance. Yeah, I think that people are starting to understand that this is this isn't a political battle; it's a spiritual battle, yes. and, and that this is good versus evil. Yeah. And you can see it in a couple of issues: the abortion issue, to see people convulsing in the streets because they, you know, they just can't kill a baby at ease in the womb. And then I just think the whole transgender issue yeah. is less just like, hey, w- what is going on here? They're we connected. really want men competing against women in sports, and we want drag queens everywhere. And, and you just have to – this isn't political. This is like, man, they have a cult on the other side. It is. You, you, that, Jason, last week for two days I had um, Jonathan Kahn on. And I don't know if you've seen or heard of his book called uh, The Return of the Gods, but it is it it explains this to a T. He shows the he's a a rabbi. uh, He's a Jew for Jesus. Um, So he's a rabbi and also a Jesus lover. And he has done his research on the ancient worship. And we are worshiping uh, three gods right now without knowing it. But that's that that will show you the evil and how it is all connected. It's it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. How about what happened with the young woman, Riley Gaines? Yeah, the swimmer and the attack. And and then to have the institution and someone that works at that university to put out a statement that doesn't acknowledge that this woman was attacked, struck ran out of there, intimidated. She, they put out a statement basically praising the other side, the attackers, mm-hmm. and I hope you feel safe. This is, if, if that doesn't wake people up, they're like, oh, hold on. You know, I can't put aside all of my biblical principles and values to serve some political group that, you know, pretends to be serving the common man and the people. I, I just, I just don't know how people are doing it. And 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 that's not to praise uh, the Republicans because many oh, of them worthless. are too soft yeah. on these issues. But but one side is is pretty much demanding throw out all of your values and now support us. And and much of it as it relates to black people is just over racial idolatry. Throw, throw so, out all your values and, and just this is the black thing to do. Uh, what about the godly thing to do? Isn't that a higher calling? Isn't that who we should be serving, not these little surface-level 
identity issues that we've made front and center and the center of our identity. So, Jason, you know, I've thought about this for a long time because I really thought um, it would be a black movement that would stop all this again, um, because, you know, when we were just, you know, arguing about race, you know, there are some things that, you know, we need to address as a nation on race. But this uh, beatdown and this anti <clears throat> anti-racism garbage, um, I really thought that because the black community is so clear with God that maybe you'd get another Martin Luther King. But you're not seeing him in any color or anywhere. Where are the churches? That's a great question, and it's one that is a bit related to Martin Luther King, because, and it's funny, we're having this discussion the day after Easter, but it's like, you know, Martin Luther King didn't believe in the resurrection, and so Martin Luther King was, yeah, he he was a probably far more political than he was Mm. sound as it relates to religious doctrine, and and so it, it... Martin Luther King took us down this political path, and that's not me just trying to beat up on Martin Luther King. There were some things that he did were great, but there's something he did terrible, and that's he led people down a path to right. prioritize politics over faith. And Well, know, I think maybe minister, at the end, yeah. I'm not sure, but I think at the end that was true, but... I mean, he got people together to end the the nightmare of segregation and and, uh, and everything else that was going on, and that seemed a pretty strong God movement to me. It, it was, but it was laced with some things that just weren't biblically sound, and and so you can get caught up in all the good, and there was mm. plenty good that came from it. And you might miss the seeds that were planted. Uh, Glenn, I'll, I'll compare it to uh, the founding documents. Yeah. There were seeds planted in the founding documents that maybe some people weren't aware of, but the founders were clearly aware of. This is going to end slavery. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and I think Dr. King's message was laced with something that we were not aware of at the yeah. time, weren't focused on, but it, it, it's it turned the churches into political institutions and particularly the black church. And, and that's why, again, people are serving politics and not God. And they're trying to corrupt the scripture and the Bible and, you know, make it fit their political identity rather than just, Hey, look, man, there's five, 6,000 years of collected wisdom here. That's been unshakable. Uh, you're not smarter than God. You're not smarter than the Bible. It doesn't need to be reinterpreted by you to fit, you know, your transgender ideology and all that other stuff. So, Jason, I was out someplace, I don't remember where it was, last week, and um, your name was brought up as, uh, as really making an impact in people's lives. There were people that were like, I, I watch him all the time. I absolutely love him. Um, and they they mentioned uh, roll call. Are you tell tell the listeners that have have not heard you talk about it what your goal is and what this thing is because it happens I think this week doesn't it? Yes, it yeah. happens this Friday and Saturday. Glenn, nothing's changed from the first time I came to Dallas and and talk with you. 
and and I could I I won't ever forget that interview because uh, I, I laid out what it is I wanted to do and 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 why I wanted to come work at the Blaze, why I wanted to be associated with you is like if we don't turn back to God, it's the only thing that will bring us together across. Uh, racial lines, economic lines, and put all these other identities uh, on the back burner. And so what we're trying to do with the roll call is gather men of all ethnicities and all backgrounds or whatever, From and we're getting people from all over the country that are coming in. And we want men to live up to their responsibilities spelled out in the Bible. We should be leaders. We should be uh, obeying God and 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 then leading the country through a biblical worldview, and so we're going to come together uh, and put Jesus front and center. We're going to worship Him. We're certainly not going to worship Donald Trump or Barack Obama or any of these LeBron James or any of these other <laughs> people that they want us to worship. Uh, we we want to worship God, sing some songs eat, have a good time, fellowship together, hear some encouraging, inspiring words about what our role should be here in life and in America and how we can get this country back if we just live up to our responsibilities as men. And and so it, it's really just following in on the what Promise Keepers had been and following in on exactly where you started this conversation about not we don't need just black people to we need all men to yeah. come together and lead this thing i do think me being black gives it a better chance of getting off the ground because we know what the media does when it's just a white person or white Christians. Oh, those oh are yeah. Racist, racist white evangelical. Yeah. But you know, they'll save a special racist place for you too in their heart. <laughs> but I'll just say that Glenn, if, if we get enough of us together in a room and we put Jesus and God front and center, th- th- it'll be a lot harder uh, to to call us nut jobs, to call us racist, to call us anything but believers in God and responsible men who who want to live righteously. Anybody that's watched my show, listen to me talk, when I fill in for you knows I'm an imperfect person and I've lived an imperfect life. Uh, that's all of us. And so we don't need to be ashamed of our faith. We don't need to be silenced by our sin. Uh, Jesus Christ died on a cross for our sins. We just need to be bold enough and courageous enough to bear witness and, and again, to obey and live up to our responsibilities. And so I'm hoping to attract everybody, uh, and we are based on the feedback we're being getting from people. And, and so we're going to, and it's going to be a road in the process, but we're going to bring men together Good. and we're going to bring this country back together yeah. and, and throw out these other bogus identities. So I, I just want to go over a couple of the things. Uh, what is a real man? Fathers and families. Men never quit. Don't get sifted. Bearing witness requires courage, not perfection. I love that, Jason. So that is happening this weekend. If you want to get tickets, uh, you can uh, you can get them right now. All you have to do is buy your tickets where? I don't see this. Go to my... fearlessarmyrollcall.com, fearlessarmyrollcall.com, 
there's some tickets available. The venue is getting close to a sellout. We didn't get the biggest venue in the world for the first one. Uh, if if I want you to come to Nashville, if you can't make it to this one, we are going to take this on the road. This is our first, and we're learning things and figuring things out, but we're going to take it on the road. I would imagine we'll be in Dallas uh, within the next eight to ten months. Uh, that would probably be our next hot spot, uh, you know, one, to because uh, I want you to be there. I would uh, love two, to. Two, I want Tony Evans to come. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're coming to Dallas next, but, uh, time for you to still get here to Nashville and join us. And particularly if you live in within driving distance, love to have you. So I want to talk to you a little bit about Nashville. If you have a few extra minutes with Mm me. Um, so give me 60 seconds and we're going to be right back. He, Jason Whitlock is doing that this weekend in Nashville. He lives in Nashville and, and as you know, uh, some things have been going on that make no sense in Nashville. Coming up, Jamie Dimon, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, just keeps the good news rolling in. He said the current baking crisis is not over yet. And even when it is behind us, there will be repercussions from it for years to come. That's fantastic. Look, here is the um, here is the thing. Um, Noriel Rub, um, uh, Rubini. Yeah. Noriel Rubini, he said, most U.S. banks are technically near insolvency. Hundreds are, are already fully insolvent. Gold is going up. China is buying it by the ton. Uh, it, is, it is time to understand that the dollar is, is aging out. It is over. Uh, it's just a matter of time. This week, Goldline is offering a special on their historic older American gold coins. These are what I buy. Um, the um, the demise of our presently dead currency can be celebrated uh, with real money, actual currency, by giving you one free ounce of Copper Mayflower rounds with every historic $5 gold coin that you acquire. The $5 Indians and Liberty coins are sold in tubes and boxes of 20 each. So call Goldline today to find out how to take advantage of this special. Please, gold or silver, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So... Jason, let me turn it to the shooting last week. There's been another shooting uh, today, a mass shooting in Louisville uh, at the old National uh, Bank. Um, but in, in Nashville, it was transgender. Two days later, in Chicago, they find a transgender person there who is threatening to uh, uh, shoot up schools and churches has a manifesto that strangely they still won't release any details on it. Um, we have an issue and yet the politicians stir people up, get them to the Capitol to, to say that it's the transgender community that should be afraid. It's crazy. I, I believe that second event was, in Colorado, yeah, but I'm sorry. It, 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 it's it's crazy what has gone on here. Um, it's funny. I just wrote a piece about this today in the focus of our show. And Glenn, I know you don't follow the sports world that close, but NBA legend 
Greg Popovich yesterday went off on Tennessee, on Bill Lee, on Marsha Blackburn, and the Justin Pearson, and the Justin Jones guy that got kicked out or expelled from the Tennessee House. He, he went off on all of this and said that Ted Cruz was an idiot, basically, for suggesting that we have more armed security at schools. And, you know, he's like, how is that freedom? Or how is that going to, uh, how is that a good environment for kids? And the thing I want to ask Greg Popovich is when he steps into an NBA arena and there are 30 to 50 armed law enforcement officials inside that arena, there's another 30, 40 out handling traffic as people enter the arena. Doesn't that make him feel safe? Doesn't that probably help explain why there's never been a mass shooting at an NBA game, NFL game, Major League Baseball game. If all these elites can have all this security while they work, why are we ridiculing politicians that are saying, no, let's provide more security at schools? And, you know, it, it, this, what's crazy about this is we clearly have um, a mental disorder going on in this country. It, with, yeah. there, there is mental illness we're not living back in the 1970s, um, we're, we're, which had more guns, by the way. We're living at a time where crazy people go in and shoot places up. So, yeah, having police with our most treasured possession, our children. What, what do you what, what's wrong with that? I'm sorry. We have guns at the bank. It's Glenn. The fact that we have all this mental disease going on and no one's having a discussion like, are we promoting mental illness? Yes, we are. By, by telling people constant lies that, that some kid says, hey, I feel like a girl. And we go, yeah, you're right. Let's give you puberty blockers and let's talk about castrating you and erasing your breath. We're promoting mental illness and we're telling if, if someone doesn't affirm your delusional feelings you have a right to be angry with them you have a right to feel like you're being oppressed and and you have a right to feel like this country is totally against you we're promoting mental illness and then wondering why these mentally ill people are turning violent and angry it's because we're telling them they should be, and we're telling them that they should impose their views on yep. people through through violence and, and chaos. Yep, you're exactly right. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Jason. You'll hear Jason Whitlock on Blaze TV. He's the host of Fearless, and you can get the uh, tickets to his uh, roll call, fearlessarmyrollcall.com. Fearlessarmyrollcall.com. Jason, thank you. We'll talk to you again. God bless. Thank you, Glenn. The Glenn Beck Program. In almost all cases, the secret to success in buying or selling a home is having the right real estate agent. It isn't just as simple as having somebody who knows how to find a good home, you know, that's within your budget or, you know, get your home out there as best possible price. Those things are very important, but there's more to it. At least there is when you go to a group like realestateagentsitrust.com. Our agents take their jobs seriously. These are the people in your area that practice 
all of the best practices. They, they put into place all of the things that will elevate your real estate experience to the next level. When you go with a real estate agent from realestateagentsitrust.com, you're going to be working with the best in the business, people who sometimes literally have worked around the clock to get you into a home, to get your home sold or both. Don't take my word for it. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Tell us where you're moving from and to. We'll help you find the best person in your area. realestateagentsitrust.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. You can use the promo code STANDUP. You'll save 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Wow. All right. Win one for the good guys. Um, Amy Nelson is here. She is... Um, she is the founder of the Riveter, uh, Riveter.com. Um, she's also been on our show multiple times. She was on our government's completely out of control lookout show. Um, she was not somebody who, uh, I'm going to get it right. Amy, you're not, a, you, you weren't a fan of me or anything before, right? <laughs> It wasn't that I wasn't a fan of you. It's that I had um, been, you know, a Democrat for my entire life and very active in progressive politics. Okay. So you hated me. Is that's what you were saying? <laughs> I did not. Uh, so um, uh, I just wanted to throw that in because we're strange bedfellows. And I think yep. more and more people need to find themselves with strange bedfellows because if we have the Bill of Rights in common, we can be friends with anybody. That's the way America used to get along. We believed in individual rights in the Bill of Rights. Um, so, Amy, <clears throat> your husband was accused by Amazon of, of a whole bunch of crimes. Um, and uh, the DOJ came into your life and destroyed your life. Can you give me like a 30, 40 second rundown of what happened? Yeah, my husband works for Amazon Web Services, which is the cloud computing division of Amazon for eight years. He worked sourcing real estate. Um, a year after he left, Amazon accused him of a crime, and we learned of that because the FBI knocked on our door. Uh, my husband um, then spent three years um, fighting these allegations. The allegation is this esoteric crime called private sector honest services fraud, which is a process crime like witness tampering. Um, and over the course of three years, Amazon had the government seize all of our bank accounts. Um, the FBI raided our home, and then they sued my husband in the Eastern District of Virginia. Um, it's funny, is it Virginia, seeing that, isn't Amazon a Seattle-based company, or did they move out to Virginia? Is that why? Well, Amazon is a Seattle-based company, and my husband lived and worked in Seattle, but Amazon chose um, uh. Northern Virginia as its second headquarters, you know, Jeff Bezos bought the newspaper there. He uh, is trying to buy the football team there, and he is very close to the government. So um, you alleged when you came on that none of these things were true, and we believed you. Uh, none of these things were true, and that Bezos was using the government um, to crucify and prosecute your husband so they didn't have to pay a $100 million fine on another related, uh, unrelated topic, correct? Correct. Okay. 
So last time I spoke to you, you said it was going finally going to trial, but it was a civil suit because the Justice Department never brought any charges. That is correct. And the civil trial was scheduled to start on May 1st, just in a few weeks. Okay. And what has happened? Something really extraordinary happened, Glenn. Um, Last week, the federal judge issued um, an order tossing out almost all of Amazon's claims before trial, essentially saying these claims aren't even strong enough to warrant a jury trial. We can throw them out today. The judge said that my husband didn't even violate his Amazon employment contract. He said there was no fraud. He tossed out Amazon's sensational racketeering claim, which was Amazon Mm. stepping into the shoes of DOJ and trying to prove a crime. And, you know, the federal judge said these aren't even strong enough to merit a trial. Wow. That is a huge loss for them. Um, He tossed out six out of the seven. What did he leave? He left a claim that is called like civil conspiracy to tortiously interfere with a contract. Um, And it's a little bit confusing because it's a question of can Amazon prove that there was like a conspiracy for a bunch of people to interfere with my husband's employment contract. But again, the judge held my husband didn't violate his employment contract. So we're still trying to kind of work through what that would mean. Okay. Um, And so there's no jail time. Maybe there would be a fine. Um, But this is a, a huge win, kind of, because if you have this tossed out of court, how did Amazon get the DOJ to persecute you guys, you guys for what, two years, two and a half years? Three. Three, Three years. years. Yeah. So, you know, Glenn, I think that the, there, there's a lot of things that play here. It is a huge win, and we have to see if Amazon even decides to go to trial to try to prove that last claim. But I think, like, I've been sitting here with this for a few days, and it just, Amazon is too big. They have too much money, and they're far too close to the government. Like, if a company can go and spend millions of dollars trying to lobby the federal government to bring criminal charges, to ask for civil forfeiture, to deprive Americans of their bank accounts, and then just delay and enforce an, an American employee to spend millions of dollars essentially proving that he didn't break his employment contract, that company is too big. Like, that is mm-hmm. not how this can work. Amazon employs over a million Americans. This is frightening. Well, it's not just a million Americans. They have all kinds of people from the Department of Justice um, and and other three letter agencies. That is truly um, frightening because they're providing the cloud servers for the U.S. government and for all of these agencies. That's uh, that's a lot of power. Yeah, I mean, I think that most Americans don't understand that Amazon stores the secrets of the FBI, the NSA, the CIA, everybody. And so, of course, when they go to these agencies and ask for something, like the bias is that the agencies will believe them. I mean, they want to, right? Like we are entrusted. We entrust Jeff Bezos with our national secrets. Full stop. And I think that's pretty terrifying, particularly when, I mean, look, I don't know, Glenn, how to frame it otherwise, but like it seems like Bezos is a modern day robber baron. I mean, he's not out there using the courts to try to imprison his employees when they're not even liable for breaching an employment contract. And also what bothers me in this story is the use of uh, uh, civil asset forfeiture. Um, When the government can come in and just take people's assets. Remember, it was uh, Jamie Dimon 
from uh, J.P. Morgan Chase that last week in his shareholder meeting said we need to start seizing farms because we need to rapidly grow wind and solar uh, energy and we can't get enough farmland. So we just need to start seizing it. Ford is seizing all of these farms uh, down south, they announced over the weekend. The, the civil asset forfeiture, when they can just take things uh, mm-hmm. and they don't have to return it, even if you're not guilty, they don't have to do anything. Did you ever get an apology for all of that? <laughs> no, Glenn. In fact, we had to agree not to sue the government in order to get our money back. That's crazy. That is it's just crazy. Well, and they can do it secretly. Like, we've still never seen the affidavits that were the basis of seizing the money. Like, we don't even know what Amazon told the government to get them to take that money. But I do know that the federal judge in this lawsuit that he just tossed out all these cases said that Amazon had misrepresented that there were damages. There were no damages. He misrepresented their code of conduct and what it said. Like, they've made all these misrepresentations. So did the government take our money based on those misrepresentations? And who, who gets held accountable for this? Nobody. You know, it is ter- nobody, right? And if they're going to go and start taking American farmland because they want to, they'll just find a way, mm-hmm. right? I think that powerful people, powerful entities, powerful corporations and banks can really manipulate the law the way they want to. So you walk away at this point pretty happy. I mean, I do, but I have to say, like, I'm still afraid that Amazon and its CEO, Andy Jassy, might go back to DOJ and say, please go do what we couldn't do. Get these people. But how? On what? I, I, I don't know. But Glenn, they're, how did they do this for the past three years? Right? Like, I just, I don't know. I, I think this is no way. This is no way for an American to live when you are afraid of the government when you have done no wrong because they're in bed with a corporation that needs the, uh, you know, needs the, uh, the, the trouble pinned on somebody else. That, that is terrifying. That's not America. It's really not. And I'm you know, still afraid the FBI is going to come knock on my door and try to take my husband away from our four daughters. And it's, it's, there's so many things about this, right? Because I think, Glenn, to your point at the beginning, we have the Bill of Rights and that's what should unite us. And I think we are in this constant fight between Democrats and Republicans about smaller issues. Yep. When if you look up, when you look up, corporations are really, because of many reasons, able to direct politicians of all, all stripes and all color yep. right, of what to do and how to act. And I think that it is truly terrifying to me that somehow progressives are now these massive supporters of the FBI. It's, um, you when know, you look back yeah, go ahead. years ago, yeah, when you look back, Five, 10, 15 years ago, the Democrats are out there screaming about the FBI's overreach and spying on citizens. And now I think because, you know, Democrats feel like the FBI will go after Trump for them, that they're the good guys. It's really amazing to me that, you know, I I was listening to you talk about, uh, you know, these big businesses and and the FBI right before you you brought this up. And I thought, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I would have been thinking right now, uh, oh, geez, this is not going to fly well with the audience uh, because you'll sound too progressive. Now, mm-hmm. y- you don't sound like a progressive at all. You sound like a conservative. It's so bizarre. 
it's a strange, it's a strange world. And I, you know, I, I find myself out there talking to my progressive friends about this all the time now. And I really feel like Americans of all political persuasions are being distracted oh, yeah. to forget our freedoms, to forget our freedoms. Oh yeah. Right. By And it's terrifying because our freedoms really matter. They really do. Amy, thank you so much. Tell us what happens. Um, keep us uh, up to speed when you when you uh, get that last one uh, cleared up. And uh, and my best to you and your family and the kids. Thanks for telling our story, Glenn. You bet. Amy Nelson. Uh, she's from theriveter.com. It's an amazing American horror story. Are you claiming that positive things can actually happen in this country? How dare you? I am. I am. It does happen sometimes. I am. Though. Yeah. Every once in a while, these things work out. But I don't know. I mean, she's an attorney. Mm-hmm. Okay. They were wealthy. She's a really good attorney. I don't know. Even no, I know. Donya and I. The process know, is the punishment. The process is the punishment. If you're a normal person, you don't have a chance. Well, I mean, we've been talking about this with Donald Trump, like where so yeah. far the courts have held in a lot of these important issues. It, they have been the bulwark to uh, tyranny. However, it takes months, years for, oh, yeah. for that to play and out. She lost all of her friends. Yeah. None of her friends would talk to him anymore because your husband is a criminal. Right. I mean, the DOJ is after you guys. I mean, it's incredible. And it's hard to know, right? Like, yeah. you know, you have friends that, that do things and yeah. they seem great to you and you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. So when the DOJ says they're cracking down on your buddy, I mean, you can understand people running the opposite direction. It's wrong. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Rough Greens. How often do you find yourself just going through the motions when it comes to feeding your dog? Bowl is empty. Grab the bag of kibble. Fill her up. Um, and, uh, and move on with your life. You could be giving your dog so much more, and it's really, really simple. Getting your dog the right nutrition can be a real problem. Fortunately, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black invented the solution. It is called Rough Greens. Rough Greens isn't a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on your dog's food, and it's full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics, antioxidants, all the things that will help your dog be healthy and happy. They have a special deal for you. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. Get your first bag free. All you pay for is shipping. I want to make sure you lo- your dog likes this. So get your first bag free. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 833-GLEN-33. Or roughgreens.com slash Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Yeah. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're so glad that you have tuned in today. Thank you so much. I want to play something uh, that we played earlier. If you missed any of the podcast, uh, make sure you go and get it wherever you get your podcast today. Do we have the, um, the audio uh, about the central bank digital currency? This is um, Christian Lagarde. She is this European central bank uh, leader. And uh, she's talking to somebody posing as Zelensky. She thinks it is actually Zelensky. Listen to what she says about digital currency from the central bank and control. 
There are many protests in Europe uh, against uh, the electronic euro. Now, the problem is they don't want to be controlled. Uh, they don't want to... Uh... Yeah, but you know what? You know what? Now we have in Europe this threshold above 1,000 euros, you cannot pay cash. If you do, you're on the grey market. You take mm -hmm. your risk. You get caught, you are fined, or you go in jail. But... You know, the, the the digital euro is going to have a limited amount of control. There will be control. You're right. You're completely right. Mm -hmm. We are considering whether for very small amounts, you know, anything that is around 300, 400 euros, we could have a mechanism where there is zero control. But that could be dangerous. The terrorist attacks on France uh, back uh, 10 years ago were entirely financed by those very small anonymous credit cards that you can recharge in total anonymity. So did you hear that? You can't buy currently anything in Europe over $1,000 with cash. You have $1,000 something. If you buy $1,001, you can go to jail because you're now not on the black market, on the gray market. And... They're considering with the new currency, with digital currency, that you'd be able to spend three to four hundred euros or five hundred to seven hundred dollars. And that won't be tracked by the government. But that's very dangerous. Anyone who says we're not going to digital currencies, you need to play this for them. Anyone who says, oh, well, they're not going to track everything. You need to play this for them. That's the head of the European Central Bank talking about where they're headed in Europe. At least they're open, well, when they think they're talking to Zelensky. That can be told, and that's in the news in Europe. Here, nobody's really talking about it, and it is coming soon. The Glenn Beck Program.